Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I don't need no hook <laughs> for this shit. OT10, Rose Podcast Ever, live on Patreon, official uh, patreon.com backslash official TRPE. We are here once again. Umar might win an Emmy for this. Man, listen, Umar was cooking, man. Umar had the, had the walkout with the grease, no. the flame going. Umar was going crazy on the Breakfast Club, man. Uh, Flinging salt. He was doing everything. <laughs> he, was, he had the salt pay everything. For those of you that uh, that haven't seen it yet, Dr. Umar Johnson was on uh, the Breakfast Club this morning. It was his fifth appearance on the Breakfast Club. and uh, No, yesterday morning. Well, it was yesterday. Today. This comes out tomorrow. Uh, you said he was on... Oh yeah, he's on. Yeah, for recording purposes, yeah. he was on yesterday morning. Um, hopefully, y'all got a chance to catch up to that. And uh, there's already clips floating around the internet now that uh, you know that I I knew. Like I'm watching an interview this morning. Like, all right, that's going to be a clip. That's going to be like you could just kind of at this point you could tell what's you know digestible for the internet and what the internet is going to eat up. And uh, you know, Umar was 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 spitting hot fire, man. He was a uh, he was like Method Man in '94, yo. He yeah. was he was he was going crazy. Dylan on uh, making the band. <laughs> he, he, he was he was he was he was going out, man. And uh, you know, he talked about a lot of different issues that uh, you know are prevalent in society today. Uh, me, Matt, and Ra, who's uh, the ghost third member of uh, TRPE. Did our original logo, has been on the show several times and a contributing uh, editor to the show. He, you know, we were all collectively talking about, uh, you know, how did Asian people jump over blacks in the hierarchy yeah. of like civil rights importance? Uh, I remember Patrice O'Neill, rest in peace, he had a, a bit. It's actually on iTunes. Okay. Where he was doing, you know how like, Comedy comedians will have comedy albums. Yes, one of his joints is on uh, Apple Music, iTunes, and he was basically saying how white people and black people are the only things that matter, and then everybody else kind of falls in line. Absolutely, and he was like, Asian chose white, like they chose to be over there, and Latinos chose black. And he was like, the only reason Latinos chose black is because they want the number one oppressed spot, but you can't have it, motherfucker. <laughs> And it's crazy because, like, when you look at these civil rights things, any like, it's always white, and then it's this, 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 that, yeah. and the third, black, yeah. Latino, gay, lesbian, Asian, Samoan, right. dog. <laughs> yeah, it's just all these things that fall under Other. being, yeah, being white. And every now and then, they all get a chance to be like, "This is our struggle." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trans and gays have their moment to be like, "This is our struggle." You know, Asians have their mm. moment. Dogs show you the commercial where they crying and they cold and, you know, we fucked up. <laughs> right. we need, like, it just everybody has a struggle under yeah. being white. And it it be blowing my mind at times at how we try to, like, equate the struggles of these other cat, trans, Asian mm-hmm. to black people. And it's like, Yeah, they've been competing. Nah. With, they've been tr- silently or outwardly trying to compete nah. with us for the number one most oppressed and downtrodden spot and abused and abused spot for 30 years now. Black people built the highways. Literally. They built the railroad tracks. Like, they built the country. And not because they wanted to. Yeah. Paul Mooney says this, said it all the time. 
Black people were forced to come here and work for free. The Latinos chose to come here and work at the entrance to the freeway. That's not the <laughs> same. Thing. It's not the same thing. You know, and it's the truth. It's like that shit went on for hundreds of years. Yeah. So when you see these great white families and these great white things, it's like, you know, they was built off of slavery absolutely and owning black folks like the hands of these yeah. uh paul mooney one of his joints said um what's the white woman they told y'all made the flag what's her name oh betsy ross and as he was like the people betsy ross that bitch ain't make that flag are you crazy <laughs> and because he was talking about how he always stands for the flag when the colin kaepernick shit was going yeah. on and people were like starting to boo it was no no i always stand for the flag i don't ever kneel or sit down for that flag he's like because i know what's up with the flag betsy ross ain't make that shit he was like her family owned slaves Sewing was slave work. Bullshit. If you think that bitch. Should... <laughs> hey, nigga, put some more stripes on that joke. He said, Betsy, he was like, her, they wasn't no love and hip hop on her. They got in the bed at seven. <laughs> he said, slaves was up all night sewing and cooking and cleaning. And she woke up in the morning and the slave, uh, some old big fat Andrew Mima was like, oh, child, I've been up all night sewing. I've been up so late, honey, I see stars. <laughs> he said, Betsy said, bitch, put them in the flag and fry me up some chicken. And it's like, yo, it's the truth. It's like, None of these things happen without black people. Factual. And black people got none of the credit, none of the money, none of anything that goes with it. Even down to our historic figures as Absolutely. black people. They like Cleopatra. When you watch movies with Cleopatra, it's a white, woman. It's a white lady. Claudette Colbert. Like it's the Mediterranean, yeah. With black people. Claudette Colbert <laughs> was uh Cleopatra. Elizabeth Taylor was Cleopatra. And Angelina Jolie had signed on to be Cleopatra and it didn't go through. But it's yeah, just they, like they they petitioned the shit out of like that. Like these are white women. Yeah. Like Cleopatra's black, bro. <laughs> like even our great shit, they be like, wait, this was great? Nah, this oh, was no, uh, man. We gotta tell them it was white. That shit ain't that far from Mesopotamia. Yeah. That's why I can't even really get down with the slave movies anymore. It's like every time there's a slave movie, there's always a white person who, when you look at Rosewood, John Voight as Mr. Man, that uh free freedom, freedom, the the whatever the fuck the Jonas with Matthew McConaughey. It's like, what the fuck is there just this random white guy leading these slaves out? It just it'd be crazy. I like it's just the way it goes. So you look at years, hundreds of years of yeah. this went on to where now you look up and Umar was right. Yeah. The Asian situation went on since last March. And it didn't even really get cracking until like July when motherfuckers was realizing like, man, I can't go to no hookah spots. I hate these Asians. <laughs> <Not> like, <motherfuckers. laughs> That's where it started. But do you notice that the commonality in a lot of uh, a lot of these hate crime bills is to address a a minority of a minority of the of black males committing these acts like that the the, at the heart of the legislation is basically say yo if you if you if you 17 year old black niggas hit one more asian man with a fucking sushi cart y'all going to jail for life it's it's all it's always like when they write in this legislation they make the exception the rule you got black people that are being murdered by police at a disproportionate rate. You have black people that have that that, that that lack access to resources at a disproportionate rate per their status in the right. population. But it's like this is important. Like this shit won at a vote of ninety six to one. Dog, on the first go on round. the first go round. All people, and Omar Umar was saying this. All they do in the Senate and Congress and all that is filibuster shit to death. They straight made y'all wait months and many go rounds to like give y'all money to eat 
Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Said, don't spend it all in one and place. And then said, we hope y'all still go to work <laughs> with this 1400 But that's because they know what's not publicized, which is that 50% of the, of the average Americans don't have a spare 250 bucks. Crazy. Like, so motherfuckers is like, literally, they like looking at the statistics like, all right, Section 8. Uh, Section 8 Below the poverty level This and this Oh man You can't get these motherfuckers 1400 They'll never go back to work They really looking at it like that And it's like Here's how they think about you And that goes for poor white people too And like When you look at like a movie Like Judas and the Black Messiah Something Some of the imagery in there That's important Is the fact that Poor people should be united Regardless of color Right Because the government don't give a fuck about you neither. No. And I used to say that shit with the whole Trump situation. Like, Trump riled up all these poor white people that he hates. That he don't give a fuck he about. He don't give a flying fuck about you. He would literally you. piss on y'all. Yeah. So it's like people will choose their, and Patrice O'Neill was talking about, you'll choose your whiteness over your poorness. Over poorness. When your poorness is more of your identity than your whiteness. Right. But because you're white, you feel like I can overcome being poor at some point. I remember Chris Rock in one of his shows, he asked a white guy in the crowd, was like, you know how good it is to be white? And he's like, no. He's like, would you change lives with me? And the guy was like, no. He's like, of course not. You're white. <laughs> you're white. He won't change places with me, and I'm rich. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, real shit. Like, I'm going to ride this white thing out. <laughs> Figure it out. See how far this goes. Because you know, like, it's like we talked about, like, uh, horny Mike and shit. Like, that's like you literally yeah. know, and especially with COVID now, you can be whatever the fuck you want to yeah. be. You can come up with any product, any service. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm waxing dogs and I'm making platters at yeah. your crib. And if people are like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, buy it. Like, I'll, I'll sign up for that subscription service. Like, I'll come to your house, clean your dog, clean your car, and make you some food. All right, bet. Sign yeah. me up. Real shit. Like, people, people will pay for anything now. Like, like being white. It's the greatest shit of all time. I, <laughs> you might not have much swag. But you know, that's yeah, you have a sauceless existence yeah. for the most part. Yeah, now, there's a few that cut through: Justin Timberlake, Matthew McConaughey. Everybody loves McDonald's fries, so yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Taylor, Taylor, Taylor yeah. Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. People like that that'll cut through, but that's the minority of What's a his majority. Name? The, the big boy that lost all the weight. Um, from Jonah, uh, Hill. Jonah Hill, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get Adidas deal here and yeah, there, but for yeah. the most part, you'll live a sauceless, swagless existence. You got to put on socks with a little three strap sandals when you <laughs> go on vacation. Shoes yeah, and shit. yeah, but it's fanny like, packs. <laughs> but in general, your quality of life is great to where shit that the average human, black, white, or other worries about, they don't even think about it. Like especially you to be a white male. Yeah. There, and and we've reached a point in society where white men have had it so good for so long, even white women are tired of them. Yo. Yeah. You're oppressing us. We yeah. had enough of this shit. How crazy is white it? White women are the most protected group of the population alive, and even they're tired of white men. I watched a video with the, um, it, it's, a, it's a TV show called I Survived a Crime. Okay, I've heard of it. I haven't ever seen this, it. This, it's like Court Cam and all them Jones. But the white boy got pulled over, and he drugged the cop. Like, the <laughs> cop came up, and he drugged this motherfucker out the, the window down the street. And they finally caught up to him, and they gave him the stop or whatever. He said, like, why the fuck would you keep going with a cop? He's like, listen, I'm having a bad day. I <laughs> yo. <laughs> White man can drag a police officer down the street. They want to know why. And then tell the cops, I'm having a bad day, yeah. goddammit. 
the whole fact of you committed the act, they still wanted to know Yo, why. And yeah. then you were allowed to bark on them as if you did not fuck yeah. up. And, and tell them why. This shit ain't going that good today, yeah. man. Fucking my dog got us got spaded. Dog got worms. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't time for this shit. My yeah. barbecue grill is down. They got a propane for yeah. a ten mile radius. I've seen white people say and do just about anything. Man, I the, my favorite my favorite white people moment of the last twenty years. White boy was uh swinging a knife like ninja gating at the police. Oh yeah, I seen for that. like thirty seven minutes before they finally got tired of it. It was like we're going to kill this motherfucker. Like I think they hit him with beanbags. Did they kill him? Uh, I felt like they beanbagged him. Whatever. Okay, so that I'm, I'm mixing up two moments. There was another one where a guy in like Newark, New Jersey, had a had a gun and he was pointing at the cop. They had a Mexican standoff for like 22 minutes and then okay. they killed him. But yeah, the other guy they hit him with beanbags. Yeah, yeah. But he was definitely he was swinging this shit. Yeah, he was swinging night. it. Yeah, I, I, I've seen that shit. But yeah, that's really how it go. So it's like to look up and see this Asian hate bill get passed the first go round. When when people that work. With the law and law enforcement told me on social media, you cannot create legislation for a specific ethnic group. How about it? Fuck y'all. How about it? I seen them tweets. Y'all are assholes. Yeah. And I want you, oh, I want my apology on social media. Yeah. Literally told me this. You what well, the problem is? And oh yeah, about and y'all are dickheads and assholes for fucking stunting on Ice Cube like y'all did. Oh, why he want to talk to Trump and da 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 and this nigga cooning and buffooning. Y'all made Trump yeah. and Dr. Umar said the same thing. Y'all made Trump a symbol for all the racism in America when he's just one man. Trump in or out of office, you still gonna get your racism, but y'all want racism behind y'all back and in y'all policy as opposed to in your face. Yeah. And now this is what the fuck you get. The fucking Emmett Till Lynching Act has been has come to the Congress floor and the Senate floor how many times? Like that's, forty. That shit still ain't passed. No, still ain't passed. Two or three Asians get knocked upside the head. Stop Asian hate bill. Excuse me. I thought it was wild that just the fact that they even had like NBA players like Damian Lillard and all them running around that's with like, shirts on that says "Stop Asian Hate" and it's just like because they got that Chinese money in the yeah. NBA. Y'all, y'all gonna get behind this cause and you gonna like it. Yeah. And you gonna support it, motherfucker. Or we gonna send you to the NBDL. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the boy um from Ohio that said he's 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 not playing no more games from the NBA? Did you see that shit? No. <laughs> boy, he owned a big bar, a sport bar in uh was it Columbus or Cleveland? Uh, Columbus. Columbus, Ohio. Did you see LeBron last week posted the picture of the the cop boy who shot the the girl Makai yeah, yeah, Bryant? Yeah. LeBron posted it and with the caption "You're next," and he took it down. But you know, cops was like, "Oh, he's threatening to put a threat on this guy's yeah. life." And so the bar in Columbus, Ohio, um, said, "If you want to watch NBA games, don't come here. Um, we're not playing any NBA game." Until LeBron is expelled from the NBA. So people in the comments like, damn, so y'all just done playing game <laughs> game? Oh, forever. <laughs> forever. So we just done going there. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, such and such got a little burger special. They got nice patty melt. We you, know, go you, you know Applebee's will put the game on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. But yeah, they said they're not playing any NBA games until LeBron Talk is about expelled. I'm kicking your coverage. But it's like, yeah, I, I'm just like, so damn, y'all just done with it. Just take the TVs down. <laughs> LeBron's got at least five more years of Hollywood. Level basketball. I'm like, bro, I could see if y'all tried that shit with like uh Speedy Claxton. I, I was gonna say Wally Zerviak, somebody, you know, somebody who we could do without. Yeah. But LeBron's Todd McCullough is out this yeah. motherfucker until y'all get the Big Mac out of the lineup. 
The big man. <laughs> this shit is over. They pick LeBron James, man. That's a crazy hill the to die on. The face of the NBA, real shit. <laughs> For 20 years. Yeah, no, this, this nigga's got to go. Do you know what Tom McCullough's doing now? What is he doing? He's no. like a pinball champion. White people, Am I making that up? White people could do anything. Yo, <laughs> like pinball they they were showing how the 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 the, work, the national pinball championship shit it was on ESPN, <laughs> and they were showing all the pinball machines and like everybody at the pinball machine is like five six and dorky. <laughs> this motherfucker seven two just <laughs> getting it on the pinball. I'm like yo, top of color crazy as shit. <laughs> The fucking Big Mac. Big Mac. He he he, he a championship pinball player. Yeah, you gotta play Big Mac in the championship yeah. round on the Star Wars jump. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get the ball in Darth R2, Vader mouth. R two D 2s revenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom McCullough, championship pinball player. That's dog. nuts, man. Yeah. But no, real shit. It's like when I saw Damian Lillard with the shirt on, I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, y'all black. Yeah. Y'all have gone through hate yourselves. What the fuck are you talking about? For sure. And that, it, it is not saying, I feel like there shouldn't be any hate for anyone. Exactly. But we, we like. We should, have a, we should have a priority list of overall in this country. And the whole thing is that the white population is shrinking in mass. Yeah. Quickly. Right. They've gone from being 80% of the population to about roughly about 60 now. Yeah. And because of that. I want to say Latinos are more than blacks. They are. Yeah. So now you have a situation where in order to protect the wealth base, you have to protect other groups that assimilate to white culture. Right. Asians, as far as like their uh, politics, very conservative. Right. In terms of the family structure, very conservative. They value higher education, very conservative. Right. Like they push their children. A they, they Asians, go, Asians chose white, they, in they, the words they, of Patrice. They, they chose white. So it's like, all right, niggas tripping. Oh, niggas this on y'all? Oh, man. This shit getting passed today, motherfucker. Like, I think it's insane that Joe Biden and... Me and you have we did this with uh Morgan Cephas, we did with and uh and um Councilman Curtis Councilman Jones. Jones. Like <clears throat> black people have this blind trust in the Democratic Party. It's like whatever you selling, we buying it. And I think it's kinda at best disingenuous, at worst downright deceitful and treacherous and harmful <laughs> that Joe Biden went out and went on a very, very popular black culture platform in the breakfast club the biggest one of the biggest ones one of the biggest ones and hauled off and said if you don't vote for me you, you ain't, ain't black. black if you black and you don't vote for old joe you, you don't, ain't black. you don't vote for crazy <laughs> joe you ain't black have you noticed that he's since he he prayed he played the crazy joe routine all the way into the white house and now he's very lucid and Duh. he just know he know exactly what he's doing Duh. and it's all these executive orders getting passed and so, so all his legislation my, my second part to that was the fact that you went out and did that on the breakfast club and then the first day of your presidency, you signed a transgender protection uh, a di direct order, executive order, excuse me. And then that was it. Yeah. And then the next day you signed the executive order to stop the building of the wall. And then the next day you signed another. He signed like 14 executive orders in like yeah. the first three to four days. And it's just like none of them had anything to do with 
African Americans yeah. or black. It just because nothing. You're not allowed to write legislation Protect. that protects one ethnic group or another. It was a lot of air quotes. Bullshit. Right. It's all bullshit. Like, but that's what they tell us when we start thinking outside the box and asking the important questions that matter. That's the spill that they run us because at some point, the person that told me that shit, somebody in power told them that bullshit. Right. And they didn't cross-check it or fact-check it, and then they spit it back to me as fact when we've been shown otherwise. Right. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a dirty game. What, what future say? Uh, it's the evil world we live in. Like, For sure. Like, yeah, man, that shit is crazy. So just watching that is just like, damn, y'all signed that act already? Like, first John, first go-round, that shit is done, signed, sealed, and delivered? Like, if you do anything that's like yeah. Asian, you go to jail for At a 98% uh, success... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. Nobody's even like, oh, no, I don't did. Like, one person is just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So, so it's that sort of thing. And it's just like, you know, black, and the older I get, and you probably going to agree with me, the older I get, the more conservative I've, be, I've been becoming. I was saying how the other day I was saying this to myself. The older I get, the more I question everything. Oh, I, I listen. Conspiracy theory bull. Like, I, <laughs> look, there, there's literally nothing that happens that I'm not like. The man is that the way? Yeah, well, like, I be that for a lot. It's, it's like that meme that been so circulating on Twitter with the with the, on the Simpsons with the boy in the shadows. Yeah, it's always <laughs> a boy in the shadows yeah. pulling the strings. Yeah. Like people have to understand that. There is divine intervention that takes place in certain instances, but for the most part, there are no coincidences in life, especially not what gets presented to you in the media and on the news. Like you think like, oh, these two things happen at the same time are not interrelated. And it's like the whole time that they were. And the problem with being like a conspiracy theorist is you could find a conspiracy theory in anything. So it's easy for people to dismiss you and be like, oh, man, that's some bullshit because you said that about the last 19 things. And it's just like. This, this this is me. This is just how my brain works at times, right? So you look at, like, a police department, right? Yeah. A police department has a homicide division. Homicide divisions solve and try to figure out homicides that take place. And these are the best and brightest cops in the world. If no one kills anyone today, what does the homicide division do? If no one kills anyone tomorrow... What does the homicide division do? Let's say that for all of y'all, like we need to end the violence in Philadelphia. Let's say the violence ceases tomorrow and no one else gets killed in Philadelphia. Right. What does the homicide division do? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I, I remember watching the guy speak on this back in the day. It was like, they're not trying to end homicides. They're not trying to end drug dealing. Yeah. They're not trying to end uh, sex slavery and fucking uh, what's the smuggling of people. Right, right, right. They're not trying to end any of this shit because if you end it, we don't need a homicide division. We don't need coroners. Yeah, we don't need we don't, we, need, we we don't, don't need robbery homicide. We don't need the coroners. We don't need the medical examiner. We don't need it, we don't need caution tape. Yeah. It's a lot of it's fucking economic implications. It's economic to implications to everything. So when you see shit like this and it's just like knowing what you know about the Contras and Nicaragua, right? And Oliver North yeah, and everything like that happened, that happened. with <laughs> yeah, knowing that. Oliver North, aside from the Iran Contra shit, Oliver North went on TV in the nineties and said, Yeah, I know y'all worried about Saddam Hussein, but this Osama bin Laden character that we've been supporting for years 
he's a motherfucker. Yeah. And everybody was like, man, shut the fuck yeah. up. Like, and then years later, he's public enemy number one. So it's like even the people in position of power with access to information we don't have get called crazy when they jump outside the box and speak yeah. on some shit that the status quo doesn't oh, want you like, talking about. And literally, there's so many people that come to me and be like, yo, you put me on a Paul Mooney, man. He retur-. I'd be like, dog, he the best. Like when it comes to that comedy yeah. and talking that real shit, he was talking about George Bush. He was like, I don't trust Bush as far as I could throw him. Him <laughs> and his daddy. Both of them running around talking about, oh, they got weapons of mass destruction. They got weapons of mass destruction. We're Sure of it, they got weapons of mass destruction. He was like, Yeah, y'all sure of it. Y'all got the receipt. (laughs) No shit, y'all sure. And it's just like, yeah, like watching shit like that. Just the fact of like the drugs coming into the inner city. If you watch New Jack City, Nino Brown at the end, there's not a poppy field in Harlem. Yeah. None of that shit is close to us. Them drugs gotta go on in boats, on in planes, they gotta get flown over or float over. Then they get here, they gotta come all the way through the pipeline to get to 125th Street. Yeah. We don't go get this shit. I never had a car, but I wound up with heroin in my hand to sell. Think about that. Yeah. Like I ain't drive to go get this shit. This shit fell on me. Uh-huh. So what happened is they put these drugs out here. They fall in the hood. Niggas like what the fuck is this? Oh shit, it's, it's coke. Yeah. I'm gonna sell this shit. <laughs> then you go sell it, and then they turn back around with mandatory minimums and, and a crime bill yeah. that sends you to jail forever and fucks up yeah, the family. Because you go work for thirty years, and we and Yo. we earn an average of thirty to sixty thousand dollars a year on your free labor. You make 12 cents an hour. You could barely fucking send your daughter a birthday card at home while you off doing this 30 years. But we turn around and make a million dollars off of you over off of your 30 year sentence. And we own, now we, we send you to we send you to coke. We send you to crack. We send you to heroin. You go sell the shit. We write a crime bill. Crazy Joe. And, and that's the crazy part that Clinton got like the crime bill thrown on him when Joe wrote most he of wrote the, the legislation. legislation. Joe wrote most of the legislation <laughs> in the motherfucker. It's just crazy. And you know what people told me when I brought that up during this presidential cycle? Well, you know, you know, so people are just, they just don't never change and you got to give it. No, I don't have to give it a shot. No. I know what this is. No. I said, and y'all, and y'all crazy motherfuckers are so dumb and just beholden to the Democratic Party. Y'all signing up to send y'all nephews and sons to fucking jail for 30 years again for smoking weed on the porch or some shit. The main issue right now, as far as like public policy goes, that people are legislating for and talking about is what? Marijuana reform. We right. need federal marijuana reform. And Joe Biden's like, yeah, I'm not even looking at that shit. Kamala Strait was like. He's still calling it a gateway drug. A gateway. In 2021, yeah. with all the information we have, where we've had Harvard studies that prove that crack cocaine and powder cocaine are no more harmful than one another. Yeah. And you calling marijuana a gateway drug, yeah. even though it's fixed Colorado, California, uh, Oak, soon to be Oklahoma, Maryland, their tax deficits, their school problems, yeah. their fucking community issues, all the crime everywhere is down because of what? Legal fucking marijuana. Yeah. And this is a gateway drug. Oh, Kamala Street was like, oh, yeah, ain't no problem with weed. And it's just like, sis, you locked up half the damn California. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Locked up 12,000 people for marijuana offenses like, in a state. Where marijuana is Isn't the gross domestic product. Crazy. How? How? That's like if you were selling carrots. <laughs> I'm trying to get some understanding, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's like if you were selling carrots in, in the number one state ah. where carrots is they export. Ah. And, I, and I pull up on you like, damn, man, I'm here. you selling these carrots. Yo, real Come with shit. me. Like, no, this shit legal. Yeah, but, Yo. but yours not. Yeah. No, you fought, you missed a piece of paperwork. Come with me. You going to jail for twenty six years for selling weed? <laughs> the weed's legal it's here. It's legal here. Not for you, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. 
That's real shit. This is America. This is America, Jack. Yeah. Crazy. So it's like it's Mm-mm-mm. easy to go down the rabbit the, the conspiracy theory rabbit hole on anything, but so much of the shit that people went down rabbit holes on before was proved to be true. Yeah. Yes, aliens exist. Yes, UFOs exist. Yes, we fucking put cocaine in the fucking in the in the South Central Los Angeles to fund a fucking war, which turned into Cincinnati, Ohio, which turned into Detroit, Michigan, which turned into New York City, yeah. Minneapolis, which turned into all of these fucking places, which turned Chicago into a dope hub, the number one dope hub in America yeah. for cocaine, cocaine, marijuana, and uh, heroin distribution. Sh- Chicago was the number one hub because it's central. You can get there from fucking Canada. You can get there from Mexico. It's right in the middle of the fucking map. Right. You can get there from Texas in like six to eight hours. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. It's wild. And every time somebody be like, hey, man, that shit look like y'all some bullshit. Shoot you in the head. Yeah. Throw you off a bridge. Say you smoke like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> say you on crack. I mean, the reality of it is, like, we talked about it with BF. Motherfuckers miss the mark every now and then. Dr. Umar will miss the mark. Yeah. You know, the nigga hold off and said they killed Kobe over some energy drinks. <laughs> All right, bro. You, you didn't miss the mark. You know what I'm saying? It happens. The marks get missed. But when you make sense, that'd be the problem with missing the mark, is that the next time when you don't miss the mark, motherfuckers is like, nah, you nah, missed man, you, you a, miss you the a mark. crazy kook. Yeah, you missed the mark. They can just write you off. Right. But so he, people that should get the information miss it because people of of influence and affluence have already said, "Oh, that's a crack." Don't listen to that crazy motherfucker. Right. But even a broken clock is right two times a day. Right. So it's one of them situations where it's like I don't give a fuck where some good information is coming from. If it's good information, it's good information. And 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 that be the problem. People just you know they want to listen to people that they like, admire, and uh, respect. As opposed to who the fuck got the shit I need to hear. Right. Not what I want to hear. Right. Excuse me. And people, are, it's hard for people to differentiate between the two. Yeah. But this Stop Asian Hate shit, this shit blew my mind. We talked about it two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, wait, how did like this, because once it's really start trending and being a thing, I'm like, how did this happen? Like, slavery, reconstruction, Jim Crow South, Civil Rights Act of 1964, literally n- affirmative action 1992. It's cr- nothing since. It's crazy when you really think about it. Like when you break down all of those things, like <laughs> I said, under white, everyone has gotten some sort of like revelation to, to their being or culture. Yeah. It's the, some, the, they got, they got, their being got substantiated with something. Something. The Jews got reparations. The Jews full got reparations on. multiple times. Yeah, full on. Germany just paid out some more reparations not too long ago. Did you did you notice when Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed downtown at the Jewish uh, Museum on Fifth and Market? I guess I just never really paid attention that that's the Jewish Museum. I drive past it all the time. Yeah. But it's huge. Yeah. It's this huge, big-ass... Ben- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. I'm just like... The African American Museum, it literally looks like. Remember the hut on Greenway? <laughs> That's how it looks over on like Eighth like and Arts, Caddy Corners, Seventh and Arts. Yeah, and, I, and I'm just like the the Jewish Museum is so grand, and, yeah. big, and the African American Museum is like a small. And it's just that's kind of how it is, just like in everything. Yeah, like the African American, all of that shit, just kind of is like. Uh, if you want to learn it, you know, it's over here. It's here. <laughs> if not, then like whatever.
And that's how education is, textbooks, all of that shit. The textbook is this big. When it's Black History Month and y'all go to that little slither of shit fucking a, pages. It's a pamphlet. Yeah. It's <laughs> a pamphlet. And it's all about Martin Luther King and Jackie Robinson. And you might get a paragraph on Reggie White. You know what I'm saying? Like some some random the deacon like, of defense. <laughs> the ministry of defense. The deacon of defense. Yeah, but like real shit. You'll get like a random little footnote of like, you know, Marvin Hagler, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And Tommy Ernst. Like, it's just and crazy. Here's Sugar Ray Leonard with a Jerry curl. Yeah. Sugar Ray Robinson bought his own freedom and fought yeah. 127 fights and Jack, shit. Jack Johnson used to beat up white men and fuck their wives. Yo. He was later lynched. Yeah. <laughs> like some shit like that. It's just crazy. Like, when you look at the way we're taught, you know what I mean? Yeah. Chris Rock said that shit. Like, yo, back in the day in school, it was like everything was Martin Luther King. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, who who was the first black guy to die in the Civil Rights War? I mean, in the, in the Civil War. Like, Martin Luther, Luther King. King. <laughs> Never mind the fact that was the 1800s. <laughs> yeah, Martin Luther King. He said, who was the guy who, uh, you know, was the first black man to win a heavyweight championship? He's like, Martin Luther King. King. So who was the woman that would not give up her seat on the bus? He was like, y'all sure it's a woman? <laughs> like, dog, that's just how you and talk. And the whole thing is, it's like, Dave, the, the, the mainstream media has propagandized Martin Luther King so much for the simple fact of now you got to ask the question, why? Because he was nonviolent. Uh-huh. Because they had shit on him. He was a womanizer, cheating on his wife, all this old shit. So they had blackmail on him and they killed him. So it's like, they're... It's latently, like subtly telling you, you could be nonviolent, non-confrontational, and still get your motherfucking brains blown out. Still get your issue. Because. We said so. We said so. Just because. We tired of your shit. It's too much. And then we're going to pass some bullshit legislation that only affects 8% of the population. And then half the other the other uh, 8% of black people not even going to know that shit exists. We came in. Yeah. Uh, not, not even going to know that shit exists. And you may or may not benefit from it. But if you still in the Jim Crow South, they're not even, they're ex- acting like this shit didn't even happen. Yeah. And you bet not say nothing. Yeah. Like watching the uh, series Them, I don't know if you've gotten into it yet. I keep. They I keep, moved from North Carolina, from the Jim Crow South in to like Cali. 1953 to Cali. And guess what? Cali was worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was worse. And you and you think of progressive California and all that shit. Man, that's a, that shit is from the 1970s forward mm-hmm. because they got all that fucking blood on their hands from all the bullshit they did prior to It's that. a video that circulates every now and then. It's from the 70s. I want to say like 1974. Okay. But, but a black family moved to Long Island in New York. I can only imagine what that was like. You ever seen that? <laughs> And they, they moved to Long Island. It was either Long Island or Far Rockaway. It was somewhere in New York. Yeah. Somewhere and, they ain't had no business being. And literally every, all the kids, all of that, cursing at them and calling them names. And this shit is just, yeah. like, the video ain't in black and white. Right. Like, that shit ain't color because it wasn't that long <laughs> shit, ago. move to 10th and Wolf tomorrow and Yo. see what the fuck happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember talking to a girl years ago that was half black, half Italian. I dead ass had to meet her on Snyder. Yeah. Like, I'm not exaggerating. neutral location. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. She's like, I'll meet you on Bro and Snyder. Yeah. Yeah. She lived off of uh, Shunk. Yeah. I forgot yeah, go, what it was. Go to, go to 8th and Shunk tom- tomorrow and, and buy a house. And she was dead ass like. <laughs> See what the fuck she, Just when she was, and she, you know, she was cool or whatever. And she was just like, yeah, I just don't want them to be like, you know, whatever, whatever. So she's like, I'll just meet. She met me at Bro and Snyder every time I would meet her. And just like, yeah. 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 And the crazy thing is, Italian Sicilians have black blood in them. They're the same. And they, cho- and they chose white. They're the same. 
<laughs> old old Italian white men and young black niggas are the same people. Yes. They Culturally, both, everything. They both like black women. They both like flashy cars, gaudy jewelry, yep. making money, not working, cursing all the fucking time, <laughs> big ass meals. Is there the same <laughs> motherfuckers? They're the same. They're absolutely the same. I remember this uh, uh, Italian dude, Tony, I used to play poker with. We act just alike, and I would tell him that shit all the time. Like, we the same. Yeah. I know you talk that shit, you moolies and all that bullshit. Yeah. What Biggie say, they call blacks moolies. Snake is cool to smoke woolies. Fuck without rubbers. Mm. They specialize in killing wives and grandmothers. Like, they, they the same. They really the same as us. Yeah, for sure. But it's I just, got a friend of mine that I grew up with since I was like 17, 18. My boy Martino. He from fucking Broad in Oregon. 13th in Oregon. Like, thir- his grandparents' house are like 13, whatever, Oregon uh-huh. Avenue. They live on Oregon Avenue. I, you can walk from, you get off the L, yeah. I mean, off the uh, sub, they fucking houses, the first house you see once yeah. you cross the park. And it's like, just like us. Oh, it was a ta- all his friends same way. Just like us. I remember Mr. Benny. He was Italian. His son moved into the crib after he had passed or whatever. He had left from when we was younger, but okay. he had came back around. And they Italians. And he that he that that uh like the the Gotties, like oh, the yeah, younger yeah, yeah, Gotties. Yeah, 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 you're from yeah. the television show, <laughs> or the uh the the Jersey Shore. Like he wanted them Italians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. The fuck is up, man. Like he he wanted those. So what'd you say? We- yeah, exactly. One of them, the tan, the tan, darkest GTL, shit. GTL, Jim Tan Laundry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a situation. He got shot at a, uh, um, like a car. What they call them? You getting a shit in a car? Um, road rage oh, situation. Shit. They cut each other off. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Long story short, that he get out to go f- fuck boy up. Boy yeah, gets yeah, out the with car the stick. with a desert eagle. Oh shit! Hit him in his hip. Hit him in the back of his hip, and it blew off the like the bone was exposed, and he had they had to do a skin graft off of his back to his fucking Jeez. his hamstring to like you know what I'm saying, and he had like staph infection. Like he almost died behind that shit. And I remember like when he finally got like healed enough to where like he was outside and shit. Remember me, me Ross or whatever. He, we seen him and we was talking to him. He was just like, yeah, man, fucking dude gets out the fucking, I'm thinking we get out, we got the fucking mix. And he gets out the fucking gun. Like, oh, you're a pussy dude. <laughs> and he fucking shot me. You believe that? <laughs> <laughs> I remember Ross was like, yeah, you got out with that. Cause he was, he went on them uh, cock yeah, diesel yeah, yeah. tires. He's like, hey, 3,000 push-ups a yeah, day. Yeah, he's like, you got out with that husky Italian shit. Nigga. Oh, no, I'm going to have to clap him. Nigga put, nigga put a hot one in your ass. <laughs> but yeah, man, he was one of them. them and he, he, he would sit around us and like outside of the voice and the antics. Yeah. It's the same person. You yeah. like the same shit, get into the same shit. Yeah. They're the same people. Same yeah. shit. Because the, the inner city sensibilities is what it is. Right. And a lot of people don't realize <laughs> that like your culture is more shaped around like who is your friend group who's your peers who do you who do you identify with more so than just your color of your skin like because if you you take the fucking south philly asians half of them blacker than me and you like they they nigga 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 all day long like Mm -hmm. because culturally that's what they assimilated to they didn't choose white they chose black because they're darker skinned asians and they just identify with the black culture more then the white culture they went the opposite way and i know you hate them yeah, <laughs> yeah. i remember my uh my 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 one age homie i'm actually okay with i wanted to get some car work done and he was like yeah my homie he do uh breaks and all that shit 
So he gave me the number and I'm talking to him. Swear to God, the whole time we was on the phone having conversations, I just assumed it was like a nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so tell you how crazy this shit was. I pulled up to his shop. Now, you know my voice and the way I sound. Right. And I'm listening to him on the phone. So I just assumed he was black. So when I pull up to the shop, Asian boy walk out. I'm like, yo, I'm looking for Vivo. He was like, yeah, that's me. And I'm like, you felt him. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, damn. I was, I, we was talking on the phone with Matt. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. I was like, damn, I, I thought you was black. He was like, crazy part is, bro, I thought you was white. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just like, <coughs> I'm like, Philly really is a gumbo of cultures. Talk about juxtaposition. Yeah. <laughs> Neither one of us thought we was the one the other one was. Expected a white man to roll up in an IROC Z28. Yeah. <laughs> like, had we not fucking, like, figured that out, we'd have walked right past each other. <laughs> Stupid as shit. Oh, God. But, um... What else went down this week? Oh, the Oscars. The Oscars, man. The Oscars popped. Uh, Do you so care about Oscars? I don't give a shit. What's funny is I always find it hilarious that black people don't care about these trophies when they aren't winning them. But then when they <laughs> win them, it's the greatest fucking yeah. day ever. Just want to thank God. Yeah. Thank my barber. Yeah. My chiropractor. <laughs> thank everybody under the sun. So real quick, stuff that we care about from the Oscars. Okay. Takeaways. Jamie Foxx won his second Oscar for Soulful Best Animated Picture. Right. That's great because I hope that he can now get off the schneid. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And all this scrambling ass shit that he is doing. Yo, no bullshit. I, it might have been you that I saw say that yes. on Twitter. He and looks it, like I, he is scrambling. I really like start like he got billboards for like betting, like bet, like MGM, M- 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 MGM and shit. Then he's like doing commercials for like fucking in, uh, insurance companies. Yeah, and, shit. and I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is going? Like, Jamie Foxx is on every <laughs> little thing A-lister. right now. He got a bullshit show on Netflix right yeah, now. I, it's I, awful. I, I didn't click on it. I watched three episodes. It looked cheesy. It's, it is. Yeah. Don't worry. and he's playing every character. Oh, really? It's bad. Yeah, I don't want to see Jamie in a multi-character situation. It's terrible. Somebody the other day said, um. What was the role? Oh. Somebody was like, and they was giving her hell, but I'm like, yo, I ain't gonna hold you. She got a point. <laughs> she was like, Tyrese could have played Ray, but Jamie Foxx couldn't have played Jody in, ba- in Baby Boy. Hell no. And I was, and people was like, what bitch, you crazy Jamie Foxx, one of the best actors ever. And I'm like, I wouldn't have believed him. I'm like, she got a point in what yeah. she's saying. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would definitely. As, and as, I think it's because Tyrese is like kind of like a bitch ass nigga <laughs> that he was believable <laughs> in Baby Boy. He just played himself. <laughs> like, this, this nigga's amazing at <laughs> this shit. Like he a scumbag that don't work and fuck other bitches and beat his girl. Like this shit is believable. But I'm I'm like, yeah, yo, I I couldn't have seen Jamie Foxx playing. Hell no. You know that role was for Tupac. Yeah. Baby boy, but you know, of course, he passed away and yeah. shit. But I don't know if Jamie could have done Jody. Not to, right. I, you know, I don't know. Now, motherfucker Jones, on the other hand, that was teller made for Jamie yeah, Fox. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to be your murder consultant. But you know who was excellent in Baby Boy that gets no credit? Snoop? No. 
Oh. Omar Gooding. Oh, he was all He that. was phenomenal. Yeah, he was all that. Hold your head up, little nigga. Blast! <laughs> <laughs> he was he was believable as shit yeah. in Baby Boy. So, but I saw that the other day. Jamie yeah. couldn't have played uh, Jody, but Tyrese could have played, played Ray. Ray. Yeah, I, I, I'm not mad at that take. That's actually not wild. It's not wild. I was like, she I, actually I has a point. I see wild takes 17 times a day on yeah. Twitter. That's actually not one of them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully Jamie now, he got a second Oscar. He can get off the schneid, stop doing his bullshit projects, and go back to doing some real cinema. Because that gas station dick pill uh, movie on Netflix wasn't it neither. Yeah, that joint wasn't that He's great. on a He's on a bad run. Like he uh, about to he about to get the Razzie for the worst actor ever. Like Eddie Murphy said, he was on Mark Maron's podcast, and he was like, he was like, yeah, what made you like stop, you know, doing movies for a while? He said, he said, well, you know, they I kept getting these Razzies. He said, yeah. I think they had gave me a Razzie for like the worst actor of all time. <laughs> he said, at that point, I knew I need to go sit down and Yo, be a dad. That shit real, <laughs> man. Like picking the right role is essential. All motherfuckers see twenty million. Yeah, I be there. When we start shooting tomorrow, I'll be there. Don't worry about it. How many millions? All right, bet. <laughs> I'm pulling up. But Daniel Kaluuya won. Won Best Supporting best, Actor. Best Supporting Actor. Daniel said, well, if I'm not the lead actor and Lakeith's not the lead actor, who is? Yo, <laughs> I swear to God, when I saw they were both nominated for Best Supporting Actor, I'm like, so who led the fucking movie then? Apparently the uh the boy that we hate, the uh the, the FBI agent, apparently oh. he was the lead. Nah, like I, I was shocked <laughs> by that. But they said that there was a strategy to when they did that. They said that they they knew that they could get them both accepted because they looked at the field and said we can definitely get them both accepted to where they'll both get a nomination for best supporting actor, but we may or may not be able to get them registered for best actor nomination because of nomad land and whatever the fuck else that was. now what would what would make them eligible for best best actor as opposed to best supporting well actor? they're saying that the field for best supporting actor was smaller this okay. year than best actor so softer they just field. they just went to the softer field to okay. almost like get one of these niggas gonna win this shit like, okay. because we know we have one of the best movies that was out even though it was a wasn't that good of a movie it was a, a 7 out of 10 or yeah. you know what I'm saying 7 and a half out of 10 like we talked about on our first OT but it was better than a lot of the other shit out there and their performances in those roles were better than anything that was out there I guess I'm about to have a wild take Lakeith was better as Daniel Neal yeah because he embodied a fucking weasel yeah like <laughs> he was better in that role than yeah. Kalua was in the Fred Hampton role if we being honest, I, th- I think that I'm not. That's not a take I disagree with. I just think that the the Fred Hampton character is more powerful and it cut through more than the uh, whatever the fuck the rat god name was. But I, I think the Fred Hampton, Bill O'Neill, William O'Neill, William yeah. O'Neill, yeah. The the Fred Hampton character cut through more. So I think that they was like, all right, let's give it to Daniel. Eh. But both of them are better than Michael B. Jordan, which is the most important <laughs> thing here. <laughs> To bring it back to, to that argument. Michael V. Jordan got some new shit about to come on out. On the 30th. They've been promoting this shit since January. It's uh, Tom Clancy, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Tom Clancy on Amazon. Yeah. And I'm going to be right there watching it. As soon as it drop, Thursday night, I'm going to be right there. Waiting on him to be Michael to be Wallace as Yo. Tom Clancy's last soldier or whatever the fuck. Yesterday, a John dropped on Bleacher Report was like, "What is the great greatest sports movie ever?" And the eight <laughs> movies that they had on there, Creed was one of them. 
And I'm like, how the fuck did Creed get in this? I'm like, as ridiculous as Rocky is, and we just talked about Rocky the other day, it's a far better movie than Creed is. Yeah, of course. They, like, rescued him from, like, the jungle in Nicaragua, like, fighting for $8. Yeah. And then he became world champion. Or Creed. Oh, yeah, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> or Creed. Like, this nigga's, like, boxing in a speakeasy. Yeah, I don't know why I just drew a complete World black. champion. I thought you was talking about Rocky. No, no. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't understand the Creed. Low key might not be top five boxing movies. Hell no, fucking like the boxing movie genre. It just works. Like we've seen it time and time again. Million Dollar Baby. Uh, what was the one that uh Jake Gyllenhaal did a couple years ago? Uh, uh, Southpaw. 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 They they all make money. Like you shoot them for a little bit, you make a three to five x. Like it just works. But with that being said, Southpaw is a far greater movie than fucking Creed is. You know what's my favorite boxer movie? Gladiator. Which one is that? Uh, Cuba Gooden Jr. Oh, good movie. You ever seen that? Cuba Gooden and the White Boy. They were like underground. Remember uh, Tommy Boy? The dad, Big Tom Callahan, he was like the 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 drug lord or the, or the underground or whatever, and he had an underground fight club that these motherfuckers they were in high school and they were fighting in this underground fight club, and, and then he it was it was a good ass movie. That was that's my shit though, really really good. So just to run through some of the other Oscar stuff, um, Best Picture, Nomadland won. Can anybody tell me what the fuck Nomadland is? They got a ninety four percent on Metacritic and a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Some white lady that wanders around in a van through nowhere America, pretty much. A white lady that does what? Wanders around in her own van through nowhere America. Got oh, okay. it. Got it. All right. So that was that one that the field was Trial of Chicago 7. I like that movie a lot. The Father with Anthony Hopkins. Minari. That was Sasha Baron Cohen, John, right? Yeah, yeah, Charles Chicago 7. That joint was, was dope. Uh, Mank, I never heard of. Promising Young Women, Judas and the Black Messiah, and Sound of Metal. I've only heard of three or four of those movies. Uh, best Actor, Anthony Hopkins won for The Father. Anthony Hopkins is a, is a, is a you know, a Anthony Hopkins still winning Oscars? Get yeah, the hell Anthony out Hopkins here. is the man. Uh, also nominated in that category, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. Uh, Gary Oldman, Gary, shout out Gary Oldman, goddamn, for Mank. Steven Yoon for Minari. Again, never heard of Minari or Mank. Uh, best Actress, Frances McDormand for Nomadland. So they were consistent through the categories. Best Picture and Best Actress. This white lady killed it. White lady did Apparently. her fucking thing. So now I have to watch Nomadland. I, I don't have to watch uh, Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. Don't know what that is. Viola Davis from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Love Viola Davis. Uh, Andra Day, The United States versus Billie Holiday. Good movie. That's on Hulu right now. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. I don't know what that is. Uh, best Supporting Actress, uh, Yu Young Yon for Minari. Winner. Never heard of the movie. I had no idea. Uh, best Supporting Actor, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, best Director, again, consistent through the categories. Chloe Zio for Nomadland. Winner. Uh, original Screenplay, Promising Young Woman won. Uh, adapted Screenplay, The Father won. Animated Feature was Soul. Uh, documentary feature, My Octopus Teacher. You heard of that? Have you heard of any of these documentaries? Time, Crip Camp. And I'm a documentary person. The Mole Agent. No. Collective. No. I've heard of none of this shit. Because they're n you're never going to turn that <laughs> on and see fucking, uh, what was the big huge on? 
Oh, hip hop. Uh, hip hop uncovered. uncovered. You're never gonna see that. Like I watch that type of shit. <laughs> All right. So documentary. Oh, that was uh, international feature. Another round was the winner. I haven't heard of none of these movies. Editing. Sound of Metal. Cinematography. Mank. So apparently it's a very beautifully shot movie. Cinematography. One for Mank. They beat yeah. Nomadland. Trial of Chicago Seven. Judas the Black Messiah. And News of the World. Uh, original score. Soul also won that award for original uh, score. Over the Five Bloods, uh, Mank, Minari, and News of the World. Production design, Mank was the winner also. So again, going back to the cinematography and the set shit, consistent through the categories. Costume design, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom won. Visual effects, Tenet was the winner. Tenet, for those of you who have not seen Tenet, Tenet is who, the, Who's in that? Uh, uh, John David Washington. Right, okay. Tenet is the best, worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I have no to this day. I watched Tenet seven times. Okay, I have no fucking clue what's going on. Okay, it's literally like the upside down from uh from it's like the upside down meets Inception. Okay, it's like a it's like an alternate reality universe that's running parallel to the existing universe, and you can go through portals to reach the parallel universe where everything travels in reverse. Mm. I think it's not supposed to make sense on purpose. I think that has no, to I be mean, it. My bad. No, yeah, I think I think that has to be it because it it does not. I've watched it seven times in its entirety, and through those seven times, I rewinded it. Like, all right, so what happened here? So he looked at the bullet, and then the gun went like like what? <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay, but it's beautifully shot. It's, it, it looks great. I have I watched it seven times. I have no fucking idea what's going on with that. Uh, sound. Uh, the Sound of Metal was the winner. Uh, makeup and Hairstyling, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, original Song, Fight for You, Judas and the Black Messiah was the winner. Live Action Short, Two Distant Strangers. Documentary Short, Colette was the winner. Animated Short, If Anything Happens, I Love You, winner. I have no idea. Yeah, you're just, you're just saying I'm just shit, saying shit at this point. I, I, like, I, I have no connection to any of this. No. So that was the Oscars. Were, were people there? Uh yes. Okay. Her showed up looking very beautiful. Um, apparently her debut album is coming out soon. Even though she has who nine. hosted the Oscars? Uh, I have no fucking clue. Who hosted? I think they did it like last time. It's just like a roulette of people. Okay. It's digital. Are you looking for who hosted? I'm looking for who hosted. No host at the 2021 Oscars. Okay. Yeah. Why? And there's think pieces about why there was no host. Okay. Yeah, so that was that. So that was the Oscars, man. So, you know, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, Soul, all picking up multiple uh, awards through different categories. So shout out to that for the black representation at the Oscars. Uh, yeah. I got what nothing, else we got over there? I got nothing else on the Oscars. Uh, shout out to Young Thug and Gunna. They actually uh, bailed out about 30 people from Fulton County Prison for nonviolent offenses over the weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, they just went and hired a bail bondsman, got an attorney, looked, examined some recent cases that people had. Not anybody that they knew just went through, just arbitrarily just bailed people out. Um, they had Fox, I think two news coverage was there, get, you know, catching the people coming out of jail or whatever like that. So that was just cool, just something that they just up and decided like, hey, let's go ahead and do this. Right. And they just did it. And um, that's the type of like community leadership and community activism that we need, which is like real effective change. People putting their money where their mouth is and going right. out here and helping people that need it. There's no reason people should be sitting in jail for a thousand dollar bill for weed and shit like that in 2021. Shout out Young Thug. His album is pretty decent. I started getting into it. He put that. out the deluxe the other day. Shout out to Gunna. That's my man. I'm gonna forget that, though. Okay. I know what I want to talk about. All right. Because I saw you in the middle of the shit the other day. 
applying pressure. Oh, God. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Because I'm sitting here <laughs> racking my brain like, what happened the other day on yeah. social media? So, um... Someone tweeted. Son. It was. It was, I, it was I, I, I didn't want. Okay. It was, <laughs> it was hey, son. It, is applying pressure spending money. money? Yes. And that just took on a life of its yeah, own. It just went everywhere. For all of the people who aren't hit, applying pressure is like the new thing yeah. in like young urban Fuck black women me culture. Attention. You need to apply pressure. The greatest one I saw was I don't apply for jobs. I so, apply pressure. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm definitely not applying. I'm definitely not applying pressure. I don't apply for jobs, but so you know, in 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 Negro Twitter, yeah, uh, this exists. Um, it's it's basically real quick. Yeah, real quick. Come right back. You know what you made me think about? I stumbled onto white Twitter and white Instagram <laughs> the other day. Do you know how? How my weight loss picture went viral? Like okay, everywhere. Ag- it was. It, listen. I want to say this real quick. We're going to get back to this applying pressure <laughs> shit. They using you to sell shit. <laughs> sell everything, <laughs> my nigga. I saw that picture being used to sell keto meal plans, weight weight loss, teas, uh, 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 meal, fu- prep. meal preps. <laughs> Fucking! I saw one joint that was like about HIV and AIDS and fighting all. I'm Dr. just Sebi says you got to get rid of the inflammation and kill the disease. I'm like, what the fuck is going? All on? All of the captions was tall as shit. All of the captions <laughs> was tall as shit. Thirty-two hashtags. So everybody started adding me and sending me yeah. the shit. Like, yo, I don't know if you know, but this shit is here. It. I saw it. Uh, somebody in Brazil posted that shit, selling some shit. So I had all these motherfuckers from Brazil, Tango Kikietas, to add me all. <laughs> Shit. I'm like I don't even know what the fuck y'all are saying. I I got like a thousand followers off of that shit yeah. the, the, in the last couple of days. So my DM was just bombarded with just you should see some of the DMs I got. I, everything you can think of, freaky whole shit, <laughs> the funniest shit. One motherfucker, one motherfucker hit me was like, "Hey man, I'm a fat Brazilian and I'm trying to do what the fuck you do." I'm like, "What the fuck does that like? Why are you telling me this?" <laughs> Let me preface this by saying. It's been nonsense, but anyway, you know you 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 know I'm a man, so you start seeing women, and they just like I seen some white women that was like, "Oh, you're a handsome chocolate man." I'm just like, "What the fuck is going <laughs> this on?" What's going on over here? I went on this one with wa- Beth, we're, we're, we're fucking uh, Colleen and shit. I, I, I clicked on her page and went up to another. You know, how you just kind of go in a rabbit hole, yeah. and I ended up on like white Instagram, and this one white woman's page I was on, she got like a real nice house. She lives in uh. East Hamptons, New York, real nice house. She got the new GLS 450 Benz truck or whatever, yeah. whatever. And she had a post on her page where she was like, springtime means it's time for a new bag, ladies. And she posted a Michael Kors bag. Mm-hmm. And all these white women on the comments with the hard eyes, oh my God, girl, I love it. And I'm just like, white Instagram is kind of lit. <laughs> I'm like, they ain't wasting money on it. I'm like, this shit is crazy. She had a $90 bag on her page. Was and women was ham. going ham with the hard eyes and the fire emoji. I'm like, yo, white Instagram is nuts. <laughs> I was like, this shit is nothing. I'm like, everybody got nice uh, homes and not wasted fucking bread. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. But you made me think about that because that shit went viral man. and I ended up on <laughs> white Twitter and yeah. white Instagram. So back to Negro Twitter. Yeah, so Negro Twitter, 
It's just so funny the differences. Yeah. Somebody the other day was like, I wonder what they doing on white Twitter. I'm like, they having a ball over that motherfucker. <laughs> Trust That's me. Non problematic. Yeah. Nobody getting shot. Ain't no problems. Ain't, ain't no, no arguments. Ain't no, uh, Philly 911 pages over there. <laughs> ain't nobody dissing nobody, <laughs> coming up to nobody's house, throwing no bricks. Just practical jokes and shibes, puppies. Yeah. And cats <laughs> dancing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> just having cats a, with hats on. Cats with hats just <laughs> having a ball. <laughs> So, meanwhile, over on Negro Twitter, uh, San posed the question, does applying pressure mean spending money? And like they always do at this time, a bunch of women started lying for no reason at all. And they start writing all these thesis (laughs) statements. But some some women kept it real. Rye was like, "Uh, it doesn't absolutely have to mean like you giving me money because I make my own money. But... Time, attention, and gifts cost money. Right. So, yes. So, to answer that question, yes. And then she's like, I hate when y'all start lying like this. So, that like, was like my to first. To spend time costs money. It, it costs sounds- money. Because you could be doing something else where you might be making money. Did you see the bull on Judge Mathis that, uh... He went to work on his wedding day. Yeah, he said, he said hey, man. <laughs> he said, she answered the phone. She, she, the day before, we had got into it. And then I had went to work. He said, the job called me in. I was like, yo, I'm going to go to work. He said, I didn't know we were still getting married, so I, I went to work. I went to work on my wedding day. But I still do want to marry her. Yeah. But I, I was at work. That He said, hey, man, you had to work. <laughs> she didn't answer the phone. I figured, oh, she got something else she doing. Go work this OT. Yeah. Pick this shit up. Yeah. So, so, so there's women in his mentions, you know, his quote mentions, writing all these thesis statements, and y'all all, it, all y'all always think everything boiled down to money and blah blah blah, and it it means time and attention and 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 this and this and and it's just like sis, how I'm supposed to do that when I'm juggling nine bitches? Right. Like, I just met you. <laughs> what, what is all like? What are you talking about? Take this eighty dollars and get out my face. Like I'll see you when I see you. Uh, I yeah. see you when it's time for some more sex. Like what do you mean? Yo. So so you know it, it, that shit just took on a life of its own. It went like Philly viral, and then I seen people from like the UK on it and shit like that. And um, it's just it's just crazy how we talked about it for the last couple of weeks. How disconnected men and women are on what means what, and like even down to like the jargon and stuff that we're using. Like because you had literally out of sixty some odd quote te- tweets tweets ugh, that I saw at the time. Probably 50 of them were women telling him, no, it doesn't mean money. The other 10 that were telling the truth was a combination of men and women like, yes, that's absolutely what it is. And basically what it comes down to is it's a clever way to beg because every single time some celebrity bought a girlfriend a car or a chain or a watch yeah. or whatever, y'all y'all in the comments, about, oh, he applying pressure to pressure. So how does it then not mean money when it applies to you and your dating life? Right. I'm confused. I'm trying to get some understanding, man. Some understanding, man. <laughs> I do not understand <laughs> what it meant. So I need some understanding. man, is never not going to be funny. It's a staple now. Thank you, Quando Rondo. We're going to get sued, but I'm putting it on a shirt. I don't uh, give a 100%. fuck. <laughs> I need some understanding, <laughs> man. <laughs> So it's like one of, those, one of those cases where it's like men and women are far apart on something. Yet again, all the time. Yet again, and it just further just like digs the chasm out of miscommunication between men and women. Yeah, because yeah. y'all are lying. Yeah, y'all. Why don't like if y'all want somebody to buy you something, just say it. Like why? Like you're you lying is not helping you get what you want. I, 
What's your take on the situation? Applying what the terminology is just strange. It's so niggery. It's so niggery. <laughs> That's a perfect way to describe so it. It's just niggery. so niggery. Yeah. Y'all done slanged yourself into some bullshit. I remember the girl I worked with was like, um, some, some, some. Like I, I, I she was like, some we, we was like talking shit, but it wasn't like serious. But you know how talking shit with niggas can always go like left. <laughs> Turn into a shootout. Yeah. <laughs> In front of Piggly Wiggly. And she was like, um, some something, something, you saying all that. It's Friday. Did you crack cash up your lady so she could go get this, that, and the third? And I'm like, me and my lady got a joint account. <laughs> Fuck I got a cash app before. And motherfuckers like, oh, and I'm just like, <laughs> it wasn't even like a it, it's like I don't I it, it wasn't no stunting shit, right. but it's just like, huh? She already has access to the funds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but people have this thing now, like we always talk about. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Like <laughs> Everything Yo, we ha- gotta make a reel where we just doing dumb shit and y'all, y'all know, know what the, the fuck, fuck going I on. thought it that's that's actually interesting. <laughs> the shit gonna go viral. Yeah. Eight dollars. Y'all know what the fuck y'all going on. Y'all know what the fuck Making going eggs. on. <laughs> y'all know what the fuck going on. Yeah. No, we don't. Me swiping it for overtime. <laughs> y'all know what the fuck going on. <laughs> yeah. That's funny as shit. Real talk. But it's like, nah, we have this thing where it's like everything has to get documented and shown the fuck off. And it's just like in it, to the point where let's keep it a buck. I know this because speaking with women who here's the thing: when women are cool with you, they'll tell you everything about their friends, their yeah. sisters, all that shit. Women be out here buying their own gifts and saying a man did it. Yeah, mental illness. Yeah, yeah, big mental. Yeah, definitely need some Zola. Like like big tobacco. <laughs> like big <laughs> like big mental. Yeah, yeah. The hookah smoke has penetrated the yeah. membranes, and now the brain is corroded and corrupted. You got the same thing Cochrane had. Like yeah, <laughs> like it's going left. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. Like you got some type of cancer like in the brain. You have to to for you to think about how hard you work and how much shit you do. Yeah. Like I I work hard as fuck. So I go buy some sneaks or a motherfucking new whatever. I bought these. <laughs> I did this. I did this. <laughs> like Ron Isley. <laughs> I did this. Like, I'm not about to lie on no mythical, my, not mythical, mysterious being that didn't do anything. Yeah. But I know because it's the truth. Women will really go and buy their own bracelet, their own flowers, their own food. Yeah. And uh, I'm so food, spoiled. Food. I'm so spoiled. Food. Bay always looking out. Bay, bay, <laughs> know, bay know how to keep me smiling. Just anything. He's still applying pressure even after he got me. With boneless Domino's wings. It's just like, huh? That's sweet chili. <laughs> Is that Jack Daniels? Or <laughs> like, you you don't have to do this, but that's just the world we live in. Yeah. So every little thing gets documented as applying pressure, but to what level? You know, what le- what level yeah. of what level of, of pressure was applied to you today, sis? Yeah. Oh, my man did this, that, and the third. Oh man, these bitches gotta get 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 it <laughs> gotta together. Get on your level. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know the vibes, like y'all. I gotta get on my y'all level. Y'all know what the fuck going on. So it's just wild to see it. And you mentioned this, and I, I, it got a lot of retweets because I retweeted. I saw it blew up. Twitter was the last genuinely cool app. Yeah, it was the last one. It was the last one. You could be yourself. You could pop shit. You could fucking grind people up. You could give people the credit they deserve for being assholes and idiots. And now you can't. It's gone. 
Twitter is finished. You know how many people I know whose Twitter page got suspended or deleted in the last three months? <laughs> I'm one of them. Like for calling somebody retarded. Not even calling them heat retarded. Re, he well, I, I said retarded, but I, I tried. Oh. To, you know, I said, it, you know, what I'm saying, but I tried to like like delete it and go back. Yeah, like my homegirl Tara come popping back up with with a new page with her name spelled backwards. I just put L O L M A. Like yo, they suspend you for anything. Anything on Twitter. Meanwhile, Twitter porn is running wild. Listen. I'm following that uh, Jitsi the Clown page. Uh-huh. All he do is retweet porn on my page all day. Like famous Ramadan, cool out. Yeah. I want to see the porn, but not right. Like, yeah. give me, I need 15 more days. Comment the fuck down. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Crazy. So it's like the standards, standards and practice of the trust and safety team from Twitter yeah. got some issues. Yeah. And y'all need to like, it's almost like trust is over here and safety is over here. They have separate departments like fucking Joe Banner and Howie, uh, Howie Roseman was yeah. back in the day. They on opposite ends of the fucking NovaCare Center. And y'all need to meet and come to some identical standard of how we going to handle this going forward. Yeah, but the, the, the applying pressure just completely goes. It just throw that in the pot with everything that's wrong between men and Absolutely. women and women and men in 2021. It's like. How about I just like you and want to spend time with you yeah. and want to take you out or want to see you smile? Yeah. But if I don't or buy eat your ass down Penn's Lane with some your, white jeans or on. eat your ass in the Dave and Buster's bathroom, <laughs> whatever. But my thing is, why is like applying pressure a level thing to where it's like if I don't buy you a Range Rover, I'm not applying pressure. It's wild, man. I work at Pico, ma'am. <laughs> I like I can't buy myself a Range Rover. The fuck? So it's just like it just is nuts. It's like everything is a competition. Yep. Essentially. Yep. That's what it's become. It's a competition with the friends and family, the peer group, then Instagram at large, and then it's the the aspiration to be like the it girls or whatever. Right, like that. right. So it's like it's like multiple levels of mental illness. And at no point are is anybody like leaning in like, yo, you know nobody gives a shit, right? I don't understand how y'all have so much CTE with no physical Never never got tackled by uh You got no downs yeah, under your belt. Jack Tatum never tackled you. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> You had zero carries <laughs> in, in the game. Zero carries with zero yards. <laughs> you have this much CTE. This shit is mind-blowing. It's crazy. I t- I've been saying it for three years, man. I'm a pioneer of this. Poverty is driving people crazy. Like I think so. Going without and not having, and but then also subsequently seeing the 1% lifestyle being thrown in your face on Instagram has caused people to think that this is normal, and it ain't. We talked about it yesterday because uh, one of the ladies in my job was talking about um, the PPE loan and all of this shit that everybody's doing. And then she's like, I don't get it. She said she went to King of Prussia and she was like, the line for King for Louis Vuitton <laughs> was around the joint. The line Into for the Gucci was around. She said Fendi. All, and she's like, I just don't understand it because she's from down south. And she said once she got put on, like, what was going on? She was talking about motherfucker from down where she from, and they got the PUA and the STEMI yeah. and the SBA and, the, and the, the PPB. She was like, one nigga she know got, like, 55 grand. She said he went and got two fucking cars. He bought a chain. She's like, he got a big-ass diamond chain. The chain say 18th Street. He not even from 18th Street. <laughs> 
Yeah, Meek Mill got yeah. an 18th Street change, so you she, know. She was like, he got, a, he got a shiny 18th Street change. We like, you're not from 18th Street. Man, the fuck you worry about where I'm from? This shit shiny. <laughs> she like, Matt, they losing their fucking minds out here. I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, what it is is the fact that these, not all of them. Yeah. Because there are people who. Have done okay. I, we ain't, we ain't even got a front on it. This is the Patreon. We keep it a buck. There are a lot of people in the city, successful in the city, yeah. who ain't been this damn successful. Oh, for I sure. know. I, I've I've known y'all. and been around for the last 10, all 15 these little years. Boutiques popping up and all these fuck the boutique. All these platters, platter. Uh, you were selling platters out the crib. Now you got a restaurant and all that. It, it, Motherfuckers got that SBA and that PPP. I wasn't even going pool. that far. I'm talking about like just niggas in general who legit. You would have on you. I've, I've seen you in like a pair of Pradas, some American Cups back in the day when the Balenciaga Balenciaga Arenas was hot. I yeah. seen you in a pair of them. You'd be at Fridays, or you'd be at Mikey's, or you'd be at Big Bangs, or doing your little joint. You would be driving a little pricks or a Monte Carlo. Or like it was never none of this. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. I know we like to act like that because yeah, no. you you in the streets, but it wasn't that. No. This last year made motherfuckers who they think they've always been. There's a retail. Do you realize that there's a retail blackout on Scat Pack Chargers, Hellcat Chargers, Trackhawks? Like, a yeah. Trackhawk is a hundred bands because you can't buy one at yeah. retail. Dog, the Demon is going off for like 140 right now. They a hundred grand from the dealership. Like, they didn't, like, Pua been going on so long we on round three of Pua, right. whether people know it or not. Yeah. You had Pua OG, which was the $600 stimmy right. with the Pua. Right. That was the best Pua. Pua OG. Yeah. That was 39 weeks. <laughs> Pua OG. <laughs> then you had Pua, t- Pua Reloaded. Pua OG is funny as <laughs> Then you had Pua Reloaded. Pua Reloaded was, it was supposed to be a $400 stimmy, but Pennsylvania didn't kick in their beans, so it was 300 Right. That lasted like another 19 weeks or some right. shit like that. That was the uh August to the end of the end of November, beginning of December. Right. Now Pua Trace. Pua Trace now is the Pua with the 330 29 more weeks right. of Pua. So a combined <laughs> Let me do the math right. Twenty nine. Thirty nine plus twenty nine. Thirty nine plus twenty nine plus twenty. Eighty eight weeks of Pua. Yeah. Damn near two years of poor. On top of SBA grants dropping for a dime. On top of motherfuckers getting the SBA loans on the first initial joint, 85000 Motherfuckers mm. catching 700Ks and all kind of yeah. shit. Yeah. With no documentation on all you got is an EIN and vibes. Yeah. <laughs> don't got nothing else. <laughs> 700000 Dog. <laughs> Funniest tweet I seen this week. So, so the, it was a joke going around. What was the worst date you ever been on? And Main Man was like, um, I, I, "We can talk about that too." If we this or that. Main Man said, uh, "The worst date he ever been on. He took a, a a bitch he knew was like a little too ghetto to like a fine steakhouse. He's like, um, she ordered a New York strip. She got it well done. The steak came to the table and she ate it like a taco." <laughs> 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 and then, and then you know how you quote the, I mean uh, 
thread the tweets. Yeah. The next tweet on the thread was like, dead ass people. She picked it up with her hands and folded, folded it, it like hand. a taco. No knife, no fork, just vibes. I fell a fuck out. Turn that shit right in the car. Turn that New York strip into carne asada. Just vibes. I was fucking rolling off of that. People but are nuts. Yeah, man. people are crazy. But yeah, no, this PPP shit is like, I was telling her, people literally who had like, not nothing, but never had yeah. 40 grand, 60 grand. I, I like cut all the bullshit. Walking around with 60,000 on you is not normal shit. I know we like to all act like we're rich and it's in the third, but the reality of it is most people work jobs that don't even make 60,000 a year. So having 60 in a fucking little purse. Is not. I know we like to think that the Migos <laughs> are regular people, but they're, they're not. They are one percenters. They're one percenters. Walking around with that much money they're is like not fucking 0. normal. Three percenters when you really break it. Down. Real shit. Because one percent of the population makes four hundred thousand or more a year. Right. So they're multi, they're all multi-millionaires. So that would make them like a point three percent. Less they're, than that. It might yeah. be oh three. Yeah. Like real shit. So I know we like to think that like, oh yeah, 60 in the, in the Jonas ain't shit. And it's just like, no, there are people who have that and that's cool. Yeah. There are people who don't have that, who came into that. And the problem is people who never experienced that shit came into that and was just like, we gonna light this motherfucker on fire. Right. And people are like, no, nah, y'all tripping, uh, you know, people. And I'm like. How are we tripping when the line at Louis Vuitton is around the damn mall? For it nine ne- months. It's <laughs> Listen, shout out to Ann. She works at Neiman Marcus. This is my homegirl. I call her whenever I would want a sneaker or leave her one some. I call Ange about, remember, in fact, remember I was like, I got to go to New York to get the goddamn <laughs> yeah. S trainers. She was like, Matt, the store is empty. There's nothing in here. Niggas start buying the Aquazora. She said they bought all the ugly shit. We <laughs> never sell the ugly yeah, niggas shit. Niggas bought the Paul Newman golf shit. <laughs> the fucking Robert Graham. The Robert Graham Jones. The Wild Jones. Niggas bought the the the, the, the Rock Hall of Fame <laughs> shirts. Yeah. Like she was like, yo, the ugly shit got sold. Like no one buys the ugly shit. She's like, the ugly shit normally goes back to the distributor. Like the ugly shit got sold. She's like, there's nothing in the store. Yeah. What y'all got? What y'all got from Calvin Klein? And- yeah. Didn't buy anything. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, when you got all the fucking retail stores are empty of clothes, there's a recall or 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 a fucking upcharge on fucking, like you said, scat packs, hellcats, fucking track hawks. This shit is going on. Think about the watch market. Bro. Rolexes are double what they cost. My cousin. In calls. fact, not to cut you no, off, because I, I wanted to get a GMT uh the Pepsi bezel for my birthday. That was like gonna be like twenty one thousand. They're ninety four hundred when they come retail, out. Yeah. Them shits is over $22,000 right now, Doug. It's insanity. I had a conversation with my cousin the other day. Um, we don't talk a lot. We talk here and there or whatever. Um, but my cousin called me the other day. Like, he uh, he saved up, like, a lot of money. Like, he got a new job. He's been working for, like, the last three years. He saved up, like, 65000 So he like, Yo, I'm not spending more than twice what the fuck a watch You costs. can't. I'm not. It's, it's I don't give a fuck. But I'm gonna I'm gonna break down a John for you. That's that's even crazier where it actually made sense. Okay. So my cousin hit me, yo, cuz da da da. Uh, you know I want hit hit call me when you get it when you free up. I want to talk to you about some watches. I'm trying to buy myself a watch. So I talked to him. He like, yeah, I saved some money. I saved like sixty five thousand. Like I got fifty grand to the side. That I'm gonna do an investment property with, and then I got like another ten to fifteen to play with. I was gonna buy myself, you know, treat myself to something, buy myself a watch, whatever, whatever. Uh, he was like, you know, he was like, I know it's other shit out there, but I'm just like so much of a nigga at heart. Like I'm just so beholden the Rolex. I gotta get a Roly. So he's like, yo, I'm looking at these watch prices. He's like, I'm thinking like I'm gonna just walk in the store and get me like a GMT master or a plain sub or whatever. He's like, 
Nobody has nothing. So he's like, he's calling. You're getting shit from Italy. He's calling around all over over the country. Like he uh he he works for a company that like he travels or whatever. So he go back and forth uh between like up and down the eastern seaboard all uh, all day uh for work and shit like that. So he's like, yo, he's like, I'm in New York. He's like, I called a, a Rolex store. They like, oh yeah, we got you could come in. There's no appointment. He's like, I'm calling because I'm thinking you need an appointment because of COVID. He said, I'm calling, like, oh yeah, no, you could come in, but like we don't have no inventory. <laughs> so he's like, I go in here, it's like they literally all they got is like 36 millimeter Rolexes and some women's watches. There's nothing in there. Ain't no sport models, ain't no yacht masters, ain't, it ain't shit. And I'm oh, like, yeah, bro. I'm like, welcome to the last two years. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's it was bad and it got progressively worse. Anybody that had money. Pre-pandemic, like right before this shit happened, like if you had a spare hundred grand, pre-pandemic, as soon as the pandemic hit, everything dropped price-wise. Mm-hmm. Shit shot down to like record lows, like 30-40% from where they from where they peaked out at to where they was. Fucking Hawk uh submariners that was selling for 18, 19,000, 12,000, 115, shit like that. Because it was all And the Hawk is discontinued. Discontinued. Yeah. So now they 20 bands. 19 bands. That's just regular. regular. Fuck a pandemic. Yeah, it just, just you just can't get them. Yeah. So it's like whatever circulation is out there, you're paying 20 bands. So I actually sold my Hawk right before the pandemic for like 11 and some change or whatever the fuck like that. So just to turn around and then for the shit to peak at 24,000 yeah. and around July. Yeah. Because once the anytime a market bottoms out, the people that still have money at the bottom out have opportunity for shit to go up. So what do you do? Uh, you buy the dip. You buy commodities. Yeah. You buy the dip. Right. So like right now, my st- all my stocks are that were crashing that I was talking about the last month are all going back up. Right. All my EV shit is up 10, 15, 20% today because it's, uh, they went as low as they going right. up. They got to go back up. So it's like the same thing with these watches. So motherfuckers that had a spare 10 million, 15 million, they just bought all fucking watches, gold watches in particular, because on top of the craftsmanship and the value of Rolex, and the gold thing is shut, one of the hottest gold commodities. Gold is sixty thousand a kilo. Right. So if you can buy a watch that is fucking has limited circulation, like Rolexes do, because they close their factories for six months. Like if you months, got like a gold Daytona. Nigga, yeah. that's the example I was going to use. Okay. Gold Daytona. See, I know this shit a little gold bit. Gold Daytona, green face, anniversary edition, retail price thirty seven five. My jeweler had one in February for sixty thousand. Me and Love going back and forth. Yo, one of us should buy this joint. Blah blah blah. I don't know, but you know, sixty is high. Da da da. The shit is ninety now. I can believe it. It's April twenty seventh. The shit is ninety now. So it's like yo. And it I was sixty when it was sixty in February. Jeez. So I could have literally put that money out in February and then April. I'm up thirty bands just by. And any jeweler would have paid you the ninety for it. Just keep the plastic on it. Don't wear it. two months plus thirty thousand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shit like that is going on. Like rose gold in particular, because Rolex has their own rose gold that they make. It's right. called Ever Rose. Ever Rose. It's not the same color as like the the like the 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 AP rose gold is like it looks kind of like yellowish. Me personally, if I have my pick of it, it would be the Ever Rose Green Face 30th Anniversary Prezi. That's my favorite. Best John. That's my favorite watch. Out Retail there. price. Thirty-eight. Uh, I like the Wimbledon date just too on some regular yeah. shit. Retail price for that watch about thirty-eight thousand. Right now, cheapest one in the universe because I'm on a global marketplace. Fifty-three thousand. Are you talking about Chrono? Chrono. Yeah, yeah. Fifty-three thousand. Yeah. I bought this this uh, Cardi from Chrono. Okay. I caught a I caught a steal on this. This joint was nine thousand. I paid like seventy-two hundred for it. I ain't bad. I like that shit. Thank you. Yeah. Forty-three millimeter joint. Yeah. Not the boneless one that everybody else got. 
but yeah, so it's like the the commodity shit. Just, I ain't gonna hold you. That skeleton. Uh, that shit looks so fucking nice, man. Listen, that's the drama. You almost gotta like bust it down. Like you gotta go full <laughs> nigger right. with an ER. <laughs> yeah, you gotta the, wow. The, with there's that a one. Gerard Peugeot, Peugeot uh, skeleton that's beautiful. Okay. That's out. And there's a Piaget Polo S skeleton that they made that's crazy. And they both right around like twenty five to twenty eight thousand or whatever. Like they they didn't yeah, shoot balloon. the fuck up. They didn't balloon yet. But like the Cartier skeleton, them Jones is like nineteen eight retail or some shit like that. They they sold so many of them. Cartier bumped the price up to twenty five thousand. Yeah. Like retail. Yeah. Like so now when you buying one from an aftermarket, you at twenty eight. Yeah, I, I was about to say 36, 35. 28, 30, 32. At the height of it, I had a jeweler tell me 35 for one. I'm like, yo, this is a stainless steel watch with a limited complication. Like, the ske- the whole thing with the skeleton shit is, is to expose the complication and right. the intricacy of the watch. Right. The the the, mo- the, the, the uh, movements. The movements. Yeah. If, if you don't have co- a complicated movement, then it's like, you really just got a see-through watch for real, right. bro. But the shit looks so good that it's like, yeah. we're willing to spend all this fucking money on it. Fucking APs right now are... 3x 5x fucking stainless steel protect uh 50 50 5211 okay the one with the notebook paper like oh, okay. stainless steel 40 millimeter they was 225 four years ago 95,000 cheapest one in the world 95,000 the, 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 the royal oak skeleton dog <laughs> i've seen the prices the other day i'm like bro what the fuck is going on man real oak regular skeleton is, is a, 80 it, the regular, well, uh, well, uh, it, 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 it's, it, it's a buck now. Yeah, the, the stainless steel. One. Yeah, the rose gold one. That was the one, one I saw. One fifty. Dog, I saw that shit on Chrono that day. Was one sixty two. I'm like, damn. So, so that means if somebody saw you one for one fifty, they did you a favor. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna look. Don't tell me I told you this shit. <laughs> don't Give tell me one hundred fifty right. cash. One hundred and fifty, one hundred sixty thousand for that joint. The fucking oh, another crazy joint. My man, uh, Weezy, Free Weezy. My man, Weezy. Right before, uh, like two years ago, for his birthday, he bought himself the rose gold chrono AP with the royal blue face. Okay. 57000 He bought it from Sean. 57000 That same watch I saw a jeweler posted the other day, one twenty-five. This was two years ago. So that watch is more than double. That watch is like 1.2 times what it originally was. <laughs> like if you would have known at the beginning of the pandemic... And the crazy part is the watch. Two point two times. The watches, they come out retail. They'll go up a little bit. Like I said, them GMT masters. I've been watching one for the last couple of years. You can they, get a GMT master pre-owned, like one owner, like for like fourteen five. No, I'm saying like when they come out from the, retail. I'm talking about the. Uh, I'm talking about the. I'm sorry, the black ceramic one, the plain one, like fourteen right. five. Right. The 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 Pepsi bezel or the Batman bezel, or whatever. Them shits come out. They ninety four hundred retail. You yeah. probably ain't gonna get one retail. You go on Chrono. I would see them for eleven. 10, 8. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that's not wild to yeah, me. I missed the drop. I'm like, no, nah, I was literally talking. Yeah. I was like, I want to get one for my brother. Yeah. I'm like, that's not wild to me. 11,000 ain't crazy for a right. watch that I'm going to have and wear, you know, whatever, whatever. And I ain't a crazy watch nigga. I don't need no bust down. But I'm like, I, I do want to, I, I really, really enjoy the Batman and the Pepsi bezel. Yeah. So I was like going back and forth. Then when they changed the band on the new Pepsi bezel with, with the Jubilee, I'm just like, that actually looks better than the Batman yeah. with the fucking regular class. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, yeah, I think I want a Pepsi bezel. Eleven ain't wild. Yeah. Twelve ain't wild. Thirteen is like, all right, we we in the teens. <laughs> right. We in we the teens. It's a real teen. We in the teens now for some shit that costs <laughs> four digits. Yeah. 
This shit done went from four to five, and now it's in the teens. Yeah. So to double back and see in the in the aftermath of this pandemic where that watch is 22-7, is <laughs> like, bro, that's literally more than double what the watch costs. Yeah. That inflation off of just a year of the market going up and down and the fact that the factory closed yeah. is the most insane shit ever. Yeah. I thought that like the blue face Skydweller is one of the most coveted watches on the market. I told you, I actually like the black face more than yeah, the blue face. that's the one face. I got. I, I don't, the blue face is nice. Blue face is nice. But I, I, I mean, personally, I, I like black face watches. For whatever reason, for scarcity purposes, they produced less of the blue one. It, it became, the demand on that one was way higher than mm -hmm. the others. So it was blue number one, black number two, white number three. Now you get a white one right now, 19,000. They was four Fourteen four, you can go get one for nineteen thousand tomorrow, from anywhere. Uh, so the blue one, I, when they first dropped, they was twenty. People was paying twenty four grand from them. My man that is in the music business bought over twenty four grand. And I'm just like, bro, this is a fourteen thousand dollar watch. You're never going to be able to recoup that difference. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. The shit is thirty thousand now. Mm -hmm. Twenty eight five, shit like that. And I'm just like. I don't even. There's not even no economics behind it no or more. Stainless steel. I don't even understand. The stainless steels, the the retail price for the two tone ones, they got the gold in them, eighteen karat gold, the Rolesser band with the mm -hmm. gold bezel, they cost more. They cost seventeen eight, opposed to fourteen four. But they don't have no resale value, so they're selling at the regular price. Yeah. The stainless steel ones are selling for five, six, eight, fifteen thousand more than what the fuck they cost. Nuts. We it's nuts. Yeah, we really think about it. Crazy, but Rolex remade the fucking stainless steel. They use something called 904 L steel now, and then they took all of these models that historically they only made in precious metal and made them in steel. Right, and they just shot through the fucking roof. Yeah, they did it to make the shit more amenable to the customer base, and people just use it as a op as an opportunity to just make money. Yeah, crazy. What were there any other topics you wanted to throw out there? Uh. We talked about the Oscars. We talked about Thug and Gunna, Joss, uh, uh, Dr. Umar. Oh, 15-year anniversary of Killer Season. Oh, Lord. 15-year anniversary of Killer Season. Why did I ask if we had more time? Top five movie of all time from the top five episode. We got to do another top five episode, an updated one. Okay. Uh, a lot of the shit that we talked about, but post-2010, and I got a couple new categories. Okay. So we're going to do another top five everything episode on the regular page. Uh, coming up soon once we get through these guests, uh, but yeah. So apparently they they paid twenty seven thousand to make it. That had to include pressing and distribution. Okay, because it's no way in hell that that movie cost twenty seven thousand. I can't. To make. I can't see. I can't it. see it. Even in six, fifteen year ago money, I just don't see it. Knowing that you can make a movie for twenty seven thousand <laughs> and then make four hundred grand. We Selling DVDs. I told Kurt. Kurt thought I was joking. I we should do a movie. A hundred percent. Yeah. I did a movie with Kurt. Did you? I did a short film for Al when we was doing. Oh the yeah, music yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Absolutely. We did a short film for like seven grand or some shit like okay. that. Like it was like a fifteen minute streets is watching type movie to introduce him to the audience, incorporated his music, all this old shit. We got to get Kurt on the phone. Yeah, we got to have a conference call. We got to get this together. Chad Fain and Matt Cain starring you know y'all know what the fuck going oh, no. on. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Blockbuster. That would be the funniest <laughs> film ever. <laughs> y'all know what the fuck going on. I'm with it. I'm writing that down. Yo, real shit. We gotta get Kurt on the eleven line. Somebody patch Kurt in. Real shit. 
But uh, I got nothing else. Nah, I'm done, man. Uh, we appreciate y'all support and your patronage here on Patreon. Always, uh, man. Make sure that y'all tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, we are closing in on the 300 subscriber mark. M- vast majority of everybody is on the VIP tier. We appreciate y'all. Uh, the month is going to be over soon. We need to knock out a live stream for these people. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> try to get that done either like right at the end of the month or beginning of the next month uh but this patreon is coming out uh hopefully we can get back in here do another one at some point this week because we, wednesday right yeah wednesday yeah. we will come back uh do another patreon drop that like thursday drop that friday. like thursday friday uh to get y'all through the weekend again man we we appreciate the support it's overwhelming man we love y'all and the feedback that i've been getting from even from unlikely sources is that they they like the Patreon even more than the other shows. Jules man. literally was like, "Yo, the Patreon is y'all." He's like, "The show is all that because it's like you know, it's y'all being PC and handling like the topics and what's going on." But he's like, "I like when y'all talk, man. Like yeah. y'all get to going off and talking your shit, telling your stories." He's just like, "Yeah, no, nah, the Patreon." Is, he's like, "That's y'all. That's perfect for y'all." Yeah, the Patreon is it, B. Patreon. Yeah. That's it, B. We out. Peace. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.